hit record. All right, we're recording. Now we can do our obligatory stumble over the top bullshit. of <laughs> And then, and then we, and then we'll both introduce the show twice. And then we'll cut to the static, <laughs> and that'll be the obligatory prologue bullshit done. Nice. The obligatory Barry Bullock hour bullshit prologue. <laughs> As it shall henceforth be known. That our listeners know and love. Yeah, imagine if... Imagine, can you just imagine how unsettling mm. it would be if you tuned into the latest episode, episode 58, of the Barry Bullock <laughs> Hour, and we just got on with it? I think that would be incredibly unsettling. That's why we we'll never do it, Kieran. No, that's why we've got to have <laughs> the patented... Mm. Um, mm. Patented is quite a difficult word to say it's when you've had a couple of pa- years. Pa- patented. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's a tough one. place. It's a tough one. I haven't had a couple of beers, but I'm still struggling with it. You've had a couple of wines. I have had a couple of wines. You've had a couple of Rieslings. (laughs) Don't mind me. I'm just... I'm a little bit tipsy. I've had a couple of Rieslings. Have we... How many minutes of bullshit have we got now? That's a good solid two minutes of bullshit. Perfect. Perfect. So we'll, we'll rip in the static. Yep. And then we'll introduce the show. Welcome everybody. Oh Jesus, you gotta give me a pause so I can okay. Well we could do like a fun like welcome everybody and then you say a bit and then I say a bit and we like riff off each other, you know what I mean? Shh, no, I mean not really, but I'm happy to give it a go. Alright, welcome everybody to Barry Bullock Hour Episode fifty eight. Oh yeah. I mean it's a bit it's a bit sitcom answering message, isn't it? <laughs> it's a bit like That's why I like it's a it. bit like That's you and I are housemates in New York. <laughs> apartment that we clearly can't afford <laughs> setting up an answering machine because it's the 90s <laughs> we clearly can't afford because there's an episode about how we are like we're arguing about seven dollars worth of tips yeah yeah despite the fact that we're despite an apartment that would go for you know 10 million dollars <laughs> in the 90s market <laughs> i've been watching a bit of friends yeah, <laughs> I was wondering whether we were actually going to sort of name the Just aforementioned name. unrealistic. Well, yeah, apartment. because like they do, um, they justify how they 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 at some yeah. point the writers go, you know what? This is um, this is why there's a bit of a plot hole. Everyone, yeah. Everyone's sort of going, and they, and it's something to do with rent control, which mm, I don't yeah. really understand. Yeah, but it's like you the way ex- the way they shoehorn it in is so clunky. It's like the super. <laughs> Who's played? I can't remember the actor, but he's like a classic comedy actor. He's got a big moustache. Yeah, he's like, I should kick you guys out because you're illegally subletting your grandma's rent-controlled apartment. And you're like, well, that wasn't exposition. <laughs> I mean, come on, <laughs> sort it out. Ugh. Rent control, uh, classic. I actually read an article about rent, rent control just the other day. Um, oh, okay. There was a piece on the conversation. Uh, it was talking about why uh, why we shouldn't uh, put price fee uh, freezes when 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 all the um well i guess lettuce is still seven dollars for a head of iceberg yeah you're still getting fucking cabbage in your burger yeah. like some sort of third world country <laughs> um, <laughs> um i had cabbage in my burger just yesterday did you and just? i was outraged were you yeah because that's the reaction okay would you go so far as to say that you have a small bone to pick with cabbage and burgers? No, I just really liked... To, to me, that was that was sort of a highlight right up there with the people freaking out and hoarding toilet paper. <laughs> it's like snapshots of just the more idiotic moments of our society of yeah. late. 
was was the the froth of the mouth yeah that people developed when kfc announced that they were switching to a 50 50 cabbage lettuce blend for their burgers how much lettuce do you get in a kfc burger a couple of microns you get a couple of microns (laughs) of green in your otherwise carb loaded beige fucking contraption you get one slither of green and people freaked out that that slither that micron of green was half cabbage get the fuck out of yourself i loved how angry people got this is very much like the um, very much. I feel like it's very much along the same track as like the 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 old blokes who lost their shit when BB took what point one of a point one of a standard drink off the yeah, and they yeah. and they renamed it VB instead of Victoria Bitter. Do you remember that? <laughs> and people lost their fucking mind over that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, people frothing the mouth over a bit of cabbage. Mm. Outrageous. Mm. Um, we're not drinking VB this evening. Sorry, Eric. And we're um, not eating cabbage. And Eric's not here, so no VB will be Eric's drunk on the not podcast here. this evening. Although it's a Saturday night, so Eric's probably drinking He's probably VB. drinking VB, but not time here it? on the podcast. If we got started earlier, we could have called him and found out if we he was drinking. We could still call him. He won't pick up, though. You think 10 to midnight is an no. appropriate time <laughs> to call Eric and find out if he's drinking VB? <laughs> it's a Saturday night. His magpies won. He's been drinking VB for 24 hours. <laughs> Magpie's won last night. It's true. He's just been working his way. He's just been working his way through a tinny an hour. He went down to the BWS, bought himself a slab of the good stuff, mm. and just one tinny an hour. Hasn't slept. I don't think he would have gone down to the BWS, though. I think he would have got it click and click. Like he would have got it collected. He would have got, got it, sorry, delivered to his door. Because he, Eric uh, the Cox, our, our, our colleague, is... Um, He's bunkering down. He's bunkering down, avoiding the, the old spicy cough because he's going to New Zealand in a was a week, a week's time. Uh, yeah. Very soon. Yeah. Soon no, enough. In like a few days, I think. Soon now. enough that he is hunkering down. Yeah. Um, he's going to the uh, the mighty South Island of New Zealand, uh, where I am, of course, from, um, to do a little bit of curling. Now, what 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 curling is he doing? This is part this is of the Australian National Championships. Yes. Hang on, so the Australian National Championships are being held in New Zealand. Are you shitting me? They always are, yeah. They held the Australian National Championships in New Zealand. Yeah, because Australia doesn't actually have any venues that have international quality ice. You're telling me that the Docklands ice Mm, is worse than the Naseby. Yeah, it's not. It's not Olympic quality. (laughs) The O'Brien Group Arena? That gets chewed up by Munty kids on skates every day. You're telling me that that's not Olympic quality curling ice? I am, in fact, alleging that. Well, this is... And again, we, we it should be known that we don't really uh, pre-plan our conversational no. topics too much. Only the fact that Eric is not here and the fact that we know that he is mm. going to New Zealand. I had no idea that the Australian Curling Championships were held in New Zealand. It's a bit of a turn up for the books, isn't it? Tell you what, he'll be he'll be down the south island. He'll be straight on the pies. Get a decent oh, yeah. pie down you. A little lift plus. Oh yeah. Where is Naseby? Naseby. Um, Naseby. Naseby is in central Otago. Right. And it is the highest. It, it sort of builds itself as the highest town in um, in uh, in New Zealand. Um, because from an altitude from an uh, perspective. Yeah, yeah, above sea level. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and it's their, famous for its curling is, rink. Yeah. Their, their tagline is, it's like, you know, 300 meters above sea le- above above worry level. 
because they 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 don't get they don't get earthquake worries there because they're too high up. They don't get earthquake worries. No, they're in the middle of the mountains. Yeah, but they don't get tsunami worries. No, I think they don't. They don't get no because they, they don't, don't get, get earthquake worries. They don't. Well, they 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 can still get earthquakes, as far as I understand it. It, it should be stressed here that I know absolutely sweet fuck all about earthquakes. I am so ignorant about earthquakes. Yeah. I, I, as I, from the pieces that I pushed together from Clem and her family telling me about Naseby. It is. It is. It. Yeah. You don't. You don't get the worries about. It's just above all that. It's above all that. It's above all that. And I know that because um, it is the closest town to where um, Clem's family own a mud hut in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I'm a New Zealander. I've I've never never heard heard of Naseby. Yeah. To be fair, though, I've I've never been more south than Queenstown, Mm. and that's Mm. that's actually a little bit of a misnomer because Queensland Mm. uh, Queenstown is inland. And so, if you if you talk about like the outside of the country, mm. I haven't really been further south than Timaru. Yeah, right. So, so you've never been to Dunnets. I've never been to Dunedin. No. Yeah, right. I very briefly, town. very briefly considered going to Dunedin um, during the first lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's a cool, it's a cool spot. That would have been I mean, when I say the first out. lockdown, I mean when I was in New Zealand for the big first period of the pandemic booth, yeah. of course New Zealand yeah. wasn't in lockdown hence why I was planning a trip to go down yeah. and watch a little bit of rugby the old oh, mighty yeah. I, I thought I should go down there I thought yeah. you know I got we've got family history in Dunedin it's where my parents met yeah. it's where my mum was um, uh, controversially uh, failed out of medical school mm. um, and you know my mum lived down there worked at the Cadbury factory yeah um, right bagging Chocolates and all that sort of shit. So nice. yeah, we've got a little family history down there, but I have not been. You've got it. You've got to make been. it someday, KB. It's a, it's a lovely town. It really is very charming. Go and hang out in the Octagon. Yeah, yeah. That it's, is that is a, a thing. It's a, it's that a cool. People it's a cool do. town. It's a cool little town. Is it? Yeah, yeah. All right. I don't really see when I would do that. Well, but you know, it is on my it is on my radar. On your vague radar. Well, you know, you should try and see as much of your own country as possible. That's very true. And I've seen a fair bit of New Zealand, and I did see more of New Zealand during that period that I was there. Mm, mm. Um, but I just didn't see that part. That's crazy. Well, speaking of sports, we've gone down the um, the curling route as yeah. uh, as our good friend uh, absent tonight, Eric Cox, is. Um, you know, trying to work his way into the Pyongyang 2024 Winter Olympics or whatever it actually is and wherever it actually is. Lock it in. If you can get some odds on sports bet on, on, I on mean, the, the ECOX S ranking, like uh, Winter winter uh, winter Olympics. I mean, we're going, right? Oh, yeah. If he made it to the Winter Olympics, we yeah. would have to go. Yeah. yeah. In Pyongyang. In Pyongyang or wherever it is. Wherever it actually is, yeah. And I know I've looked it up, but here's the thing, Callum, is I've forgotten. Very good. So I did look it up, and then I forgot. <laughs> then you forgot. Because Pyongyang 2024 is just so that much funny. funny. Yeah. It's just that much funnier. And we'll stick with it um, two years from now or, or whenever. No, I think Eric, it's... Eric will be playing in like Helsinki or something, and we'll be in Pyongyang. Eric, where are you, mate? <laughs> Do you know where I actually think it is? And you will like this. I think it's actually like, it's Italy. It's Milan. Oh, really? It's the Milan area. Nice. Yeah. Go so stay we, with the family. I was going to say, we've got multiple reasons to go to this thing. I love it. Um, so while we're on that topic, I'd like to um, introduce a new, maybe not segment per se, mm, mm. but a, 
a concept. It's a concept. It's a container, if, if, <laughs> if that's if that's what you want to call it. It's it's not a segment of its own accord. It sounds very much like we're about to go to a like a, a leadership weekend for a corporate <laughs> oh, a container. You know. Like, I mean, Leadership Weekends. I don't know if you've been reading the press, Eddie Betts and all the Adelaide Crow stuff. Very controversial. <laughs> I won't go into it. Okay. But if you're listening and you know what I'm talking about, you'll know there's some spicy fucking shit going down there. <laughs> leadership Weekends, you're right. Yeah, pre- the preseason camp? No, I don't. Oh, I it sounds horrific. It. it sounds like the worst team building thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> like when Adelaide lost the 2017 grand final, they yeah. went on this like horrific camp in the preseason, and like, yeah, right. like, and it now, is. and now, like, all the details are coming out because Eddie Betts has written a book. Nice. And like the AFL were told, Eddie Betts like told the AFL, and the AFL went, eh, okay. <laughs> And now that all these details are coming out, and everyone's like, "That just sounds like the worst fucking thing ever." <laughs> what in the in the, like like in sort of psychological cruelty? Kind yep, of, right. That right, sort, right. Of, sort stuff. of boot camp misuse of uh, indigenous rituals. Oh dear, um, um, bringing up childhood trauma. A, a whole bunch of fucking months. Josh Jenkins has piled in and said, "Yeah, yeah." I told I told I, them not to. I, I told them not to use my childhood trauma as a motivator, and then they totally did. It's like what the fuck these guys play football like <laughs> they should be going on camp and they should be playing king's cup and like strip <laughs> poker and like they shouldn't be they shouldn't be having going on spirit quest be having or... childhood trauma like used against them to turn them into fucking uh, warrior sorry, poets vision quests going yeah. on sort of anyway you probably shouldn't be laughing about it um, but if you have read this stuff about Eddie Betts and, and the and the Adelaide Cross camp it's not good shit but that's what you uh, reminded me of when you said like corporate cabs. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Sorry, Kieran. Um, mm. You you were saying so a new segment slash reframing of previous. If you segments. bring up my childhood trauma now, <laughs> let me just check my notes here. <laughs> Cal was born in the desert. Oh, it's, um, Saudi Arabia, Tasmania. I can't remember. My notes are not uh, strong enough. No. Um, so this segment with an asterisk is called Karen's Campground Cupboard. Karen's Campground Cupboard. I like it. Karen's Campground Cupboard. I like and it. And basically what it's going to be mm. is like, you know, when you go to a campground and you go to the kitchen and yep. you think, oh, you know, I'll go and have a look, see go what utensils are available. And you it's go and it's a little bit Spartan, not yep. under similar to the uh, Kennet River campground I went to earlier this year. Yep. A little yep. Spartan on the utensils. And you go, oh, that's a drawer or a cupboard. <laughs> and you open the cupboard and what's inside the cupboard? Oh, it's just some bones and a spatula. <laughs> that's all there is in there. There's just a spatula and someone's left some old bones. It's very Barry Bullock. So basically what this is going to be is there's going to be a few bones, a couple of spatulas, all based around a central topic. Okay, I like it. The big dog bone and the golden spatula, as uh, long-time listeners will know. Bones are things you're picking a bit of a fight with. Spatulas are things that you think are a little bit underrated. Mm. This is going to be a few of those collected in the one cupboard. Nice. The campground cupboard. Um, and so the broad theme is going to be the Commonwealth Games. Oh um, wow! Wow! If you'd if you'd asked me two weeks ago mm. where and when are the next Commonwealth <laughs> Games, I would have said I don't fucking know. Pyongyang twenty twenty four. I wouldn't have had a single clue where or when the Commonwealth Games. There are big questions about the relevance 
relevancy of the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. I know that the last one was on the Gold Coast. Couldn't have told you when it was. Mm. Apart from the fact it was pre-pandemic. Mm. So, you know, I guess maybe I would have guessed that the Commonwealth Games were coming up. Uh, so the first thing that I'll just say mm. is I've watched a bit of the Commonwealth Games. I've got to say, actually been quite enjoying it. Yeah, right. Surprisingly so. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm just going to drop a few bones and a few spatulas based on the theme of the Commonwealth. Nice, nice. We're going to start with a bone. Okay, that's a good. We're that's a good start, start with a bone. And my bone mm. is worth Channel Seven's coverage. Okay. Yeah. And this is a little bit of a carryover bone from the recent uh, Tokyo Olympics because Channel Seven also have the rights to the Olympics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I turned on the Commonwealth Games mm. for the first time, streamed it on my computer. But I went on the Channel 7 main channel. You so just discovered that the Commonwealth Games were in Pyongyang for the first just time. Discovered. Thought, this is going to be Birmingham, nice. apparently, if Birmingham. anyone's playing at home. They're in Birmingham in England. It's nice. Um, and so I click on... I just want the Channel 7 coverage. I want the... How is England me... not winning then? Well, we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. Um, sh- you know, the, the, cover- the main coverage should just be jump from event to event. Show me a whole bunch of stuff. Let me know what's going on. Give me yep. a vibe. And, and similar to the Olympics... Channel 7's presentation seemed to involve just this, like, constant buffoonery with the presenters. Mm. You've got presenters in the studio, then you're thrown to presenters on location. I switched on the Commonwealth Games thing, Mm. and immediately I was on the studio coverage. I was like, right, introduce the next sport. Mm. That's what I want to see. Instead, they threw to, like, a pre-record of two of the presenters that are in Birmingham doing, like, some Peaky Blinders mystery tour because apparently the TV show Peaky Blinders are set in Birmingham right and so you had the the, the yeah, two presenters have. dressed up in the Peaky Blinders gear and going to some like course to like talk like a Peaky Blinder I was like okay well this is not sport yeah that doesn't happen. but maybe there's a lull in the sport maybe yeah, there's no sport yeah. happening right now but maybe we're gearing up to, to, to throw to some sport. sport yeah so I was like okay I'll, I'll sit through this Peaky Blinders bullshit yeah, yeah. and then they yeah. went back to the studio and yeah. then in the studio they went to a live interview with the two from the clip who were still dressed in their Peaky Blinders bullshit oh my God. and then they did a whole interview about the Peaky Blinders bullshit and I was sitting there five minutes in I was like okay there must be some sport happening this yeah. is the Commonwealth Games there must be some sport happening so because I was streaming I went on back out of that channel and I went to like like all the feeds that are available mm. and they're all like individual sports and there was like 20 sports happening at that time and I was <laughs> like what the fuck why are they wasting time with these stupid segments and these stupid interviews when you could just be at cutting to any sport yeah just show me sport that is your job as the presenter's of the Olympics or the Commonwealth Games agree is if there is sport on you must show it to me and if somebody's watching the Commonwealth Games they're probably a sport head yeah they don't want to see fucking Peaky Blinders bullshit yeah and so I clicked on I clicked on um, I clicked on three on three basketball Mm. and here's the kicker Australians were playing (laughs) so you haven't even got the excuse that there's no Aussies currently present (laughs) Australians were in the middle of this match a really exciting match yeah who were they playing and they were faffing around with this Peaky Blinders bullshit who were they playing they were playing uh, Kenya cool so there you go that's what I want to watch I don't want to watch Peaky Blinders no so that's 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 bone number one yeah spatula number one yeah is I've been really enjoying some of the sports yeah I really like three on three basketball 
Yeah, right. You know, they took a sport because you know, like the, at the Olympics, you got Team USA and the Dream Team, and yeah. it's full basketball. It's kind of like a World Championships. Yeah, it's like the Commonwealth Games have understood that you know they're not the Olympics. This is a smaller yeah. event. The Americans aren't there, and you know, and so I watched three on three basketball, and it's cool. Yeah, like, yeah, right. It's cool. It's a good sport, and all the sport I've watched has been really good. I watched a whole bunch of track cycling stuff that I'd never watched before. Super cool stuff. Watched a little bit of field hockey. Oh, yeah. And so yeah, field hockey is good. Field, field hockey, hockey is, is a good, good spectator sport. And so spatula number one is that I've just been genuinely enjoying the sports. At the at the at the Commonwealth Games. At the Commonwealth Games. Nice. And I, I've watched more Commonwealth Games than I think I've watched any Olympics in like the last ten years. Nice. I've just been tuning into it and it's it's a good watch. And do you know why I think it's a good watch? Yeah, people will question the relevancy of the Com Games mm. as say as it's you know, it's a it's a home brand Olympics. I think that's a fair criticism. But what's mm. great about it is mm. that you switch on and you every sport you're seeing Aussies and Kiwis are in every event. Yeah. So anytime you tune in, like like as a You've New always Zealand, got someone as a New Zealander living in Australia having to put up with Australian Olympic coverage, you almost never see New Zealanders That's true. Yeah. Because the sports that New Zealanders are t- traditionally good at at the Olympics Australians are not good at that's and vice versa like, like sailing and yeah because the um, water's too cold in New Zealand so we rip over the top of it whereas Australia you like to burn through it because it's warm mm. so you don't see a lot of Kiwis on the Olympic coverage mm. but you switch on the Com games and almost everything that you watch has got some Aussies and some Kiwis in it like I watched this like cycling points race oh yeah it was like 160 laps of a velodrome. Yeah. And there's like 20 people. And there's like, it's it's individual, but it's it's a little bit Tour de France in the fact that it's individual, but there's sort of countries within it. And basically, the New Zealanders end up getting gold and silver. And it was just a great time because the guy, the third guy, was helping them. And mm. it was really exciting. So, yeah, big up to the sports. Um, I'm going to put it out there that I think the, the Com Games is, is underrated. Worthy of a golden spatula in of its own right. Partially because of the screen time that the lesser nations get. At mm, the Olympics, mm. you don't see a lot of Kiwis. Aussies as well. We're seeing medals. I don't know. It's a good time. It's a good time. Bone. Oh, here we go. I'm alternating. This is fantastic. I'm really enjoying this, yeah. At the Olympics, Great Britain is a thing. Okay. Yeah. It, it's always irritated me that England, Ireland, Scotland and Wales don't compete at the Olympics as the as the home countries as the home nations yeah like what is Great Britain what is the UK what is England which are the countries it's all very ambiguous mm. and it shits me that they have the advantage of banding together as Group Britain for the Olympics at the Com Games they go the other way they split up too much I switched on the bowls <laughs> the, the other day Callum I, they I switched to... in the bowls and I watched like the Isle of Jersey <laughs> versus some other isle and it was just like these two <laughs> fat pasty British dudes and like you know the St George's Cross with like the names of the counties on the back or something I'm like hang on so we're watching two English teams representing their towns what the fuck is this shit just represent England you idiots why am I watching Jersey versus like Calabria or something like what the hell is this you, you, you band together as one super nation for the Olympics and in the Commonwealth Games you splinter off into all these fucking villages get out of here just be England at every sport and Ireland and Scotland and Wales you know and they're with you they clearly got the talent 
But they're not getting it done. I, I, I see. I, I that's because Jersey's sweeping up all these fucking bowls. <laughs> England can't get a look in because Jersey, which is England, mm. fucking getting in there, hammering them jacks. Bowls chat. Bowls chat. We got a bit of bowls chat in there. We've done well. I wanted to watch the bowls. I was immediately, immediately irritated that I was watching two English teams that neither of them were representing England. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you're taking home ground advantage too far. Mm. Um, so, so England is still winning the medal count. They're just competing as I don't know. I Jersey I don't, and I some other nonsense. I haven't looked. But yeah, overall, spectacle to the Commonwealth Games. I think it's nice. a good time. I, I think I'd give a, a final overall spatula to just like it looks like it's really well presented the mm. arenas all look really slick I watched the triathlon the other day the group triathlon the course yeah. was really pretty mm. like every like just watching it everything looks good like the Commonwealth Games like Birmingham have done a good job That's like really the graphics are slick the arenas are slick the, um, the commentary is all good you know, they're getting a lot of... It's a mix of, like, Australian commentators and home commentators. Nice. You know, so you're hearing a lot of Scots voices and English yeah. voices and Welsh voices. And it's just... I don't know. I've been genuinely surprised by how much I'm enjoying it and how well it's presented. And given that two weeks ago, I would have said the Commonwealth Games... What the fuck? Dead concept. I'm into it. You're, I'm you're down so I love it. I'm enjoying it. And, uh, yeah, I think it deserves... I think it's underrated and worthy of a golden spatula. But also a whole bunch of bones. I I'm I'm interested to hear you say that it looks pretty because um, that that's a that's quite a that's quite a change because I think traditionally Birmingham has been a fucking ugly industrial. Oh, town, I'm not right? I'm not like talking the, about like drone shots of the skyline. I'm just talking about the way it looks on TV. So yeah, like yeah, okay. the, you know the, the hoardings and the camera, the way you know the camera presentation, the angles. Yeah, yeah. You know, I watched this team's triathlon thing. Went for about ninety minutes. It was like, so it's it's uh, it was uh, one man, two women as a team mm. okay. doing laps of the tri. So you know you've got the you got obviously the the different speeds of the three people, but then mm. you got the three disciplines, mm. and just like they had some drone shots. They had some when they were swimming. They had shots on camera. At one point, I saw a guy in a canoe with a GoPro. And I thought, <laughs> what the fuck is that guy doing? Um, <laughs> but I've just yeah, it's just really well presented and, nice. and looks nice. Every time I've watched it, if it's been outdoors, it's been sunny. You know, mm. that helps. The British But summer. you know, like I've never, I wouldn't know anything about Birmingham mm. apart from one of my favourite comedians of all time, a Mr. Jasper Carrot, um, mm. comes from Birmingham. Mm. But you know, you think, you think England, you think drab, dry, uh, yeah. grey, yeah. slightly drizzly, but yeah. no, this thing's been popping. Katie's probably having a good time over there now. Is Katie over there? Yeah, she's she's over, not, not I don't think she's in Birmingham, but she's over in... Uh, she should go. She should see pop some up, com games. Pop up and see some com games. She can enjoy she some does Welsh sport. teams. Yeah. She can enjoy see lots of Australians. Yeah. Be a good time. So that is the uh, first instalment, possibly the only instalment, of Kieran's <laughs> Campground Cupboard. Full of bones and spatulas. But com games, get it in you. Nice. Well I've got a I've got I've just got a I've got a sort of slightly more generally uh, current affairsy bone. Sure. To pick on on the episode, there's plenty of shit that's annoying that's always there. Yeah. So we're broadcasting from uh, my apartment. Yes. My new apartment. That's the first broadcast from the. Uh, what do we want? We want from to, what, left field. What do we want to call it? We want to call it the left field mansions, the left field studios. What do you want to? The left field loft. The left. The left field, field loft. It's not, it's not bad. I don't mind the left field loft. All right. 
the left field loft. So my building is called left field, and um, not not to give a not to give away your location to any uh, burglars. Well, it's interesting that you should say that, Kieran, because oh. we've had some burglaries. Not burglaries, burglaries when... Well, I guess sort of, yeah. We, we've had some thieves, Kieran. Oh, Jesus in Christ. A, in, a, in a topic that's very dear to your heart. I fucking hate thieves. We've had some bikes stolen. Oh, no. Yeah. I had my bike stolen. I know. Well, there have been oh. six bikes stolen from the, from the bike shed. Jiminy Cricket, that's a lot. Yeah. But my bone's not actually with that. Oh, my bone! It should be. Is boy, I can mean, I pick I, a bone with thieves? You can. Can I pick a bone with bike thieves? You can. Bike thieves, fuck them to hell. My bike was stolen once. Very close to here. Very close road, to here. Yeah. Um, but the, my bone is actually okay with just the people who steal bike lights. Bike lights. Oh, I've had that too. Oh, it's just, it's such a dumb. Like nobody wins habit. Yeah. Like you steal somebody's fifteen dollar Kmart light off their bike, I and then they can't ride yeah. home in the dark. I haven't ridden my bike, as you know, since the Australian Open, which yeah. is now a period of over six months. Partially because I have a flat tire, but also partially because my lights were stolen. Yeah. Whilst I was parked in Burring Mar. And part of that was that my lights were a little bit difficult to get on and off the bike. And so yeah. I just, one day I just left them on there. And literally the one day I left them on there, they were stolen. I just, I just, I don't, the, the, my, my, the reason why I have a bone with, with bike lights getting stolen, yeah. I just, okay, you steal a bike, you can sell the bike. Yeah. Where's the market for like secondhand $15 Aldi bike lights? Like, is it just fellow just, cyclists just, going, oh, I'll have those? Or do you think it's people that are just like, I'm going to fuck some shit up. I'm going to take this one thing. I reckon, like, it's, I reckon it's that second one. Yeah. People that just want to see the world burn. Just munty fuck. And those like, people suck. Because the thing about my bike lights being stolen is that, as I said, the, the back one in particular, the red, the, the rear, yeah. had quite a stiff bracket mm. to get in and out of. The mm. front one could pop out relatively easily, so I'd always take the front one off. But the back one was difficult to get out and so I just I, I got to the point where I just started leaving just it gave up. Yeah. yeah I just gave up fuck it yeah it's black it's kind of, I had it under the seat it's like no one's going to take it and if they are going to go to the effort to take it they're really going to have to like get in there yeah and of course literally you know the a couple of days later time. someone took it yeah and as you say I couldn't then cycle home because oh no I could because I had my front but I just, you know it was 2 o'clock in the morning I just had to be careful because obviously I didn't have a rear light there it are just, definitely people it's, that are just like oh, fuck some shit up it's frustrating did you have your bike lights stolen? I have not had anything stolen from my bikes, and I've I've, I've retreated my bike into the safety of my apartment for the moment. So you, yeah. So the let's, security, let's, um, the security on the bike shelter is 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 questionable at the moment. What? So let's let's dive into mm. the the case mm. as it mm. were. So you've got as part of this apartment complex a, 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 a designated bike area. There's a big bike area, yeah. Is it within contained within the building? It's within the building. So you say the security wasn't great. What was the score? You didn't need like a tabby. Well, yeah, but like, like you, 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 like you can you can get in through the gate by like pushing the exit button with a stick. Like you reach through when you push the exit button. With a stick. So you, you can like, you can get in there from outside. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
And that's what happened, do you think? Someone pressed it with a stick. Well, no, in this case, they snipped the wire and got through the the wall. So it wasn't an inside job. It You're confident it was an outside was job. It definitely was not an inside job, no. Okay. Unless somebody in the inside is quite desperate to make it look like an outside job. That is a good way. I mean, that's, you know, that's part of the double bluff of crime. The double bluff of crime. Kieran Bullock's The Double Bluff of Crime (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'll be my uh, first non-fiction book Alright, so someone snipped a wire I mean, I've got to say there's all this like chicken wiry type stuff Snipping a wire is a a great technique Yeah If you can commit a crime by snipping a wire I don't know Good time Um, And then they've But you'll you'll be blown away with this one One of the ones Sure We had the We've got the ones where you're hang the bike up on the wall yeah and someone's gone and like drilled uh, drilled the bike rail off the wall yeah like they've taken the whole bike rail off the wall right and then got the bike off so does that mean that the bike was locked to the thing the bike was locked to the thing so they got the so they took the presumably they then all of the bikes have been locked they've they busted the locks. They busted the locks. So I assume there's no cameras in there. Really. No, no, but there probably will be. I, I think. think I probably would. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's a that's, that's a, a bummer. That's a ballsy heist. Yeah. To break in and then I guess like I was imagining that the, the bikes weren't locked because you thought it was secure, but you're, you're saying the bikes were all locked. The bikes were all locked. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, people are just busting up locks and yeah. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to cast dispersions on the area, mm. but this is where my bike was stolen. I know. I, I know. can literally see the spot from here. I no, mean, it's, I, it's further up that way. You, you think, is it? Yeah, it's up that way. Oh, it's on the north side. Of the I village. literally can't see the spot. You could see the spot from my old. That's place. right. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. That, that's where apartment. it would be if we. That's were where it was if place. we were in my old. Because okay, yeah. no fair yeah. enough. Yes. Yes. Man, that's a that's a. So what's the so what's the what's the score? Are the, are the police been informed? Are they I, I, I the met joint? the police. The I met the police police this morning. Um, when did this happen? Like the well, the latest batch. Two bikes got nicked last night. Oh, so this wasn't all at once. No, this is like a series of a series of thefts. Oh, yeah. Have man. you thought about a sting? A sting. Well, like clearly, clearly they've worked out that they can get in there. Yeah. It's ballsy to go back and go, well, fuck it, let's go back and get a couple more bikes. But, you know, yeah. if they recognize they can get in early, that's when you're setting up the camera. And that's when you're sitting there with the videotape and, you know, yeah. the baseball bat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what, what, what do bike thieves look like? Like, fuckers. Yeah. Do you sit there and... You well, know, they're obviously doing it late at night. They're like, obviously you know. doing it late at night, yeah. Do you pull an all-nighter and just wait for people to... Like you, What's you the, so when were the bikes stolen? So you said last night two more were nicked. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. When 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 was the when were the prior um robberies? Over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. It's ballsy slash stupid to keep going back to the same place. Yeah. But if they know they can get in. Yeah, I know. And you said your bike's up here now. I have moved yeah, my that's bike. That's a smart moment. play. It's it's I'm I've got you should never ever profess admiration for criminals, but it's pretty ballsy. Yeah, yeah. Like when you commit a crime with a stick, <laughs> I think there has to be some level of like, yeah, they Ocean's Eleven this. Mm. They worked out a plan. They looked mm. at the angles. They thought if we get the right stick, mm. we can open this door from the outside, <laughs> and we can get ourselves some sweet, sweet bicycles. 
Sell up the black market. Mm. Yeah, yeah. In better news. Yes. In better news. Um, it does look like it does like it does look like um, my 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 magnificent football team is is oh, is, okay. uh, is yeah. headed towards some sort of success in the finals. I think. Yes, we're talking AFL now. Yep. Just yeah. to, to put a, a bit more yeah. of a radio spin on it. Yeah. And, and now th- in the AFL. And I thought we'd we should celebrate this. And, sure. Um, by by drinking. Geelong's own brew. Yes, we haven't talked about the beers we're drinking. Yeah, very remiss of us for a craft beer comedy podcast. The the from hailing from Torquay, the Blackman's Brewery. You've given me a very tight beer. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why that one is it. so tight. All the way from Derby in Tasmania. Yeah. Oh Jesus, Derby. I've been to Derby. Have you? Yes. What were you doing? In, oh, was that was that in the caravan with Jimmy? Oh Tosimus? my goodness. Yeah. And I ran into Ricky Ponting's cousins. Really? That Derby, sounds like um, it's a mountain biking mecca these days. But um, probably wouldn't have been when wouldn't have been when you and Jimmy Tresize were so so around. For, so for the listeners, um, it's uh, a mining town. It's a mining town. Yeah. So yeah, so not so anymore. Callum's, Callum's given me the um, delicious Blackman's Brewing Ernie Tropical Hazy Beer. Which I've had a couple of. You've had a couple of. It's a very tasty beer. A nice tropical hazy, very light, fruity, easy drinking beer. A great choice um, for a cheeky little Saturday for night. All occasions. Um, you've hidden the lovely artwork with flamingos. A flamingos around a microphone. So good. Which feels like an apt metaphor for this podcast. Um, you've hidden that can in a uh, stubby holder, a beer can holder from Derby in Tasmania. Now I have been to Derby. Um, so I was doing uh, a friend and I, a friend of mine from uni. We did a uh, we did a brief um, a tour. performative event called Tez and Tones, and the original iteration was that we lived in character in a caravan on Melbourne University's campus as for a duration of a festival, and people would come and visit us and have a cup of tea, and, and we we stayed in character as these characters, Tez and Tones, from it was a good Northern, time. Northern Territory. Um, we got invited to then perform that same sort of deal. Um, at the Taste Festival in Tasmania over the Christmas New Year's period. Um, and as part of that, initially we thought we were going to have to tow a caravan around Tasmania. Um, so they got us a um, sponsorship with the Spirit of Tasmania, the ferry that goes from Melbourne <laughs> to uh, Devonport in the top of Tasmania there. And we ended up not taking the caravan, but we still drove because we wanted to do a little bit of a tour. Um, so sort of like that, the week in and around Christmas before the festival started, we drove around Tasmania. And so um, we had a friend who wanted to shoot a documentary. Uh, he was the one doing the driving. And so we thought, let's let's take these characters on the road. And these are supposed to be very sort of silly, artsy, flamboyant ca- characters. Mm. And so we cruised into Derby. <laughs> which is... Struggle um, town, Tasmania. It's a, it's a mining town. You know, it's a town with a campground and a general store and a pub. We should stress, though, we should stress that Kieran's talking about the old derby. The new derby is... Is a bit more chic? A bit more, bit more yeah, cool? Yeah, like, chic is maybe not quite the right word because it's still... It's mountain biking. So, sure. like, it's, it's this interesting intersection of there's people there, like, there's there's a, there's quite a quite a mix of lefty eco warrior mountain yeah. bikers yeah but then there's also like 
there's also a lot of mullets and Ricky and Ponding's cousins. And Ricky Ponding's cousins also doing mountain biking. Yeah. Yeah. So to give you a, a quick um, sort of visual of the wardrobe that I was rocking, I was rocking a, a purple sort of lavenderish dress shirt um, with a sort of brown caramely check jacket and like a like a Peaky Blinders cap, really. Peaky Blinders cap. And sort of like brown trousers and these ridiculous white suede dress shoes. He didn't know how to do the Peaky Blinders accent at that point, though, that unfortunately. Was, that was the that, look. Um, that was the look. That was the Just look the... that Tez rocked. And so we rocked into this sort of, yeah, bogany mining town. We thought, let's go to the pub and just have a hoon around, chat to some people in character. Mm. And um, fair to say that they they were intrigued by us. Mm. Um, but as they got progressively more drunk, it was like, we thought, because we were going to camp in the little, in the, by the river. Mm. There's, I don't know if there's a campground if we were just going to camp by the river in a park. I'm not really sure. There is a campground and that's, Part, part of the it's it's a kind of a it's kind of a big deal campground now because Derby is like yeah it's like one of the top mountain biking destinations in Australia. From memory, I don't think we were going to camp at the campground, or if mm. there was a campground, I think we were just going to camp. We we're just going to set up our um, little tents mm. near the pub. Or the north, like, I can't exactly remember That's now. A good option, yeah. um, but as we all as as the as the I and mean, we met these we met a guy who was Ricky Ponding's cousin. And his name was like Steve Ponting or something. I can't fucking remember now. Um, but yeah. I mean, that checks out. We got it. We got to the point where as, as the night went on and people got progressively drunk, we just got that sort of vibe that like we were in a little bit of a, a hillbilly backwater and that maybe our slightly flamboyant actory ways weren't being appreciated. I think we went back to the, we went back to the car I think maybe we're gonna, even going to sleep in the car. I really can't remember now, but I do have a very distinct memory of these guys like chasing us out of the pub, <laughs> and like <laughs> us being in the car, and then and I think we'd made the decision at that point that we weren't going to stay in the town. We were going to drive to like the next town because mm. we had like a campground atlas where we knew of places to sleep. Mm. And I think the plan was that we were going to go and set up the swags a bit further down the road. And I do distinctly remember these these drunk sort of bogans at fucking Derby <gasps> like knocking on the window of this like beautiful V-dub uh, car that vintage car that guy had and us going we're literally being run out of town here <laughs> and us just saying Bye, thanks Ponting's guys cousin. thanks Steve thanks Steve Ponting um, and then we were like fucking gun it let's get the fuck out of this place <laughs> so yeah they didn't appreciate Tez and Tones but um, we did get a story out of it and, um, and I've now got to tell that story because you gave me a stubby holder that has Derby Tasmania on it. Mountain biking, fishing, and kayaking are the three graphics on this uh, tinny. Yeah. and um, yeah, Mostly the mountain biking. That was 15 years ago. So, yeah. you know, I don't know what Derby's... I don't know what Steve's up to these days. They've, um, they've now got it. They've got... They've, 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 uh, the dynamic has changed so much so that there is a bloke who's built... He's built like a sauna oh. on the lake. Oh, that's cool. Is yeah. a lake? Yeah, there's a lake. Oh, don't remember that. That's okay. Just remember the pub. I have got a... I have got a spatula. Here we go. Are you pulling it out of a campground cupboard or just, just from the regular <laughs> kitchen? Just, just, a, just, a, just a normal one that you might find in your drawer. Oh, okay. But with a, just with a glimmer of gold. I was going to say... Um, Kieran's cap, campground drawer makes more sense, but it doesn't have the alliteration. Hmm. Whereas campground cupboard, I I think um, three C's. my my uh, three K's. my 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 spatule is for 
spending a little bit of money, oh. like like buying fancy, yeah, something that you like food, food, food that you don't normally spend money on. Because I okay. the other day I went to the supermarket and I bought totopos, actual actual like a big corn, actual chip. corn chips, actual corn chips. Oh, the corn chips. Yes. What am yeah. I thinking of? I'm thinking of the other thing. Very delicious. Yeah. And they are expensive. They are expensive. But the experience of eating that, of like a, a small bowl of that, they're, they're expensive. And it's like you pay the same for a, you know, you pay the same for a for a for a small bag of those as you do for a twenty a, bags of Doritos. Yeah. 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 But I, I would I would say that the the pleasure that you get out of eating the the small mm. bag of El Chelo is 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 commensurate. So your spatula is for quality over quantity in this yeah, particular instance. with like with with but specifically with foods that you, you you sort of wouldn't you wouldn't normally like you don't you don't think about buying fancy corn chips that's true right you don't you don't think that's about true. i'm gonna go down to the supermarket and i'm gonna get some you think like i'm gonna go buy some fancy brie or i'm gonna go fa- buy some fancy wine or i'm gonna go yeah. buy some I don't know, fancy raspberries or San Pellegrino. Like yeah. Sparkling no water. No one thinks I'm gonna go down to the supermarket and I'm gonna buy some fancy corn chips. I'm gonna buy proper totopos. Yeah. No, that's not a, that's not normally a choice that people make. That's only I, a I choice I make if I'm going to La Tortilleria. Yeah, which they also have at my local IGA. They and have the lots of Yeah, they're not chips. cheap, but no. uh, you can also attest they are delicious. They are delicious. For yeah. a little taco Tuesday guac and chip and deal. I, I just I really love also the fact that you can get them unsalted as well. Mm. Like unsalted corn chips. Great. Taste the corn. Taste the corn. You let the you let the dips or the, the or the salsas or, or mm. whatever it is that you're eating Salsa. it with. You eat that. Let that do the work. Yeah. Don't be afraid. <laughs> Don't be afraid <laughs> of flavor. Take my hand. <laughs> let me take you away from this life. <laughs> Salty, greasy corn chips. You deserve the crisp crunch of an unsalted totopos. The ads just they write right themselves. <laughs> Next billion dollar idea. Barrett Bullockow Totopos coming to a grocery near you. Um, sorry, carry on, Kieran. I, I was just going to start. I think something. I was just going to do the wrap up. We're at almost an hour, so very good. Like. Well, man, we've wrap, we've rabbited on well. We have rabbited on well. We've filled the time with chat. We filled mm. the time with nonsense, and that is uh, the sort of job. I think there was only two minutes of nonsense though at the start. There was no. Oh, yeah, maybe maybe by the time I snip it down, <laughs> there'll be less nonsense. But there was a good portion of nonsense, pre-nonsense, but also a big a big middle chunk of nonsense as between well, the like. minutes of sort of like about two and fifty-eight kind of thing. Well, yeah, we're at fifty-eight and a half, uh, fifty-seven and a half. So yeah, that's a good guess. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's been uh, it's been bearable like our fifty-eight. Um, we will see you all in a month's time. When and where? Well, we're we're hoping to get down to Mornington. But we're not sure. Hopefully, Eric will be back from his triumph, and we'll be able to start plotting our uh, Pyongyang twenty twenty four adventure. Yeah. Because um, if he does be- make the Winter Olympics, then we do have to go. Yeah. And that's going to be a damn good time. Do they do curling in the? No, because the, the Commonwealth so. Games doesn't the Commonwealth Games doesn't have a doesn't have a winter 
no, sorry, it's, it's no, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's only it's, summer. It's, it's home brand Olympics. Home brand Olympics, not home yeah. brand winter. Olympics. What would the home brand winter Olympics be? Is that like the? Is this like the world championship? I guess of, so. The world championships, they're not like home brand. They're like that, no, that's, they're like they've got their brands. own kind of. They've got yeah. their own uh, prestige. Maybe there's a there's a gap in the market for a, a knockoff winter Olympics. <laughs> we should yeah, the Barry Bollegar Winter Games, <laughs> sponsored God. by Barry Bollegar Tatapas. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Winter Games sponsored by a tropical country dish. <laughs> the Barry Bullockow Winter Games. Like the Olympics are renowned for just going through like boxes and like tons of condoms. It's like they get to the Barry Bullockow Winter Knockoff Olympic Village and, and the, the rooms are just full of tatapas. <laughs> it's like, are they supposed to put us in the mood? It's like, oh, I like corn chips. It's like, okay, I'm going to avoid that guy. <laughs> Gonna avoid fucking corn chip McGee over there. Yeah, am I into working our product placement? But there's, there's a gap in the market. Two markets. The Tatopas market and the knockoff winter Olympic market. Yeah. All right. Well, the Empire. I probably should use the word Empire, given that the Empire Games used to be the name of the Commonwealth Games. Um, our Barry we can Gower. bring that back though, because you know bringing things back is very popular. So you think like the the Barry Block Hour Winter <laughs> Empire Games. <laughs> Alright. Winter Empire Games sounds like we're sort of like like doing some sort of fantasy novel where like everybody dies except the winner. I mean, depending on the events we choose, that's a possibility. <laughs> if you do the big ski jump but you put spikes at the bottom <laughs> then you're gonna have some carnage, you know, then it becomes a blood sport. Mm, mm. You know. It's, it's, like it's about avoiding the spikes. Part hunger games, part massive corn based I think it's got real potential snack promotion material oh obviously the point of the game is to sell it's the, the, the yeah, that's the whole fucking point of it. <laughs> the whole point of it is to sell shit <laughs> otherwise why are we doing it why are we doing this what, what, what are we doing yeah. here yeah yeah. yeah. Um, well yeah well um, you'll hear our, you've been our Kieran. plans yeah and you've been Callum and we'll continue to be those people unless some sort of freaky Friday shit goes down tomorrow tomorrow's a Sunday so that's probably unlikely um, but that is the end of Barry Block Hour 58 we'll see you uh, for episode 59 in about a month's time where our plans for global sporting domination will be <laughs> further solidified and you'll be able to hear what maniacal bullshit we've come up for where we knock off the winter Olympics um, but that is it we'll uh, see you all again and hear from no I'm going to start that again <laughs> I'm going to start that again thanks for listening I uh, will talk to you very very soon woo bye <laughs>